Sport Press. Yeah. No layup line, no warm-ups, no nothing. We just walking right into the stadium and get into the game. Let's do it. When the beat on, then it's on. When the right jerseys on the road. Cause how we feel where we roam is our home. Leaving these other podcasts null and void. The show can't miss something like Tom Shepard and Corduroy's. Full sport press, you know them boys. Jay run the point, lock for three. And me, I crashed the boys. Weezy told you that it's paid for. We already ran the score before the cameraman could go and press record. Now you all in your feelings. The process and y'all was taking for Wiggins. We was spreading the love and y'all was trading for Wiggins. Went to war with the wolves and y'all was waiting on Wiggins, huh? <laughs> I had to do it fast. The flow split the double, grabbed the dribble, and Euro stepped over the 808. I'm on time, even You are now listening to the Full Sport Press podcast featuring hosts J Ho, Wheezy, Jeff, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy oh, the show. Let's roll. <clears throat> Charlamagne, we live. What's up? <laughs> Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. We's in the building. So, what's up? We say. What it do? What it do? What it do? Cameron, how you doing, brother? Oh, hey, head nah. Nah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. All right. <laughs> He's shaking. Damn. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, that threw me off a little bit. Um, episode 411, we're handing out the best case scenarios for the top prospects in the 2022 NFL draft. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Kick it off, Weezy. Best of the week. What you got, buddy? Best week for me, man. We shook Baby Shark this week. Mm. Ooh, we shook Baby Shark shook. this week. We took the walls off Baby Shark. Uh, me and Harden, we shook Baby Shark. Sure. Oh, do, man. do, 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 do. Uh, we shook Baby Shark. We shook Head, and Toes. We shook uh, Five Little Monkeys. We shook Baby Shark. For sure. <laughs> That's a win. That's racist. For sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That's a great point, Jeff. Yeah. Who racist? No, nah, he said five little monkeys sounds racist. Sounds racist. Oh. We shook baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what you got? Best of the week. Ah uh, man, he with this pandemic. It's still out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, still out still here. Still out here. Yeah. Streaming festivals is the best of the week. Being Streaming, able to watch okay. a festival from the uh, comfort of your own we, home. It's a new one coming out. Uh, Dream, Dreamville's this weekend. Dreamville's weekend. Yeah, Tyler Crater was. Uh, he didn't have a festival. He had a concert on, on Amazon Prime this week. Past so week. Dreamville is it on title? I feel like Dreamville is on. Amazon. Is it Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm See cool what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm signing up for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for that. Give me a good festival. Sure. I dream of it, for sure. Yeah. My best week is Kobe Bryant, man. His estate has agreed with Nike to restart their partnership. Means Kobe's will be released this year in the near future for sure. So, big deal for Kobe fans like myself and an even bigger deal for basketball players. So, that's a W. Huge W. Do you you think there's a new Kobe shoe or we just getting – Oh, yeah, no. They got to take advantage of this. You think so? Because they're paying that estate some money. Yeah. So, they're going to give a new signature deal money. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll get one. A posthumous. A posthumous. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, for sure. Lord willing. Another question. Mm -hmm. Do we ever think we get the high, high top Kobe's again? Yeah, nah, they don't all Kobe's. them joints. The Achilles Kobe's? Yeah, Achilles Kobe's? yeah for sure. Okay, them Christmas joints was, was fresh. Fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to K. Quinn. K. Quinn was in those with regular jeans and shit. He's a wild nigga for that. <laughs> I told you, wild dude for that, fam. He was walking around in jeans with the Kobe's on, for sure. Who I got a clip there talking to my dog about that, for sure. You love uh, that. Give me your worst of the week, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wild dude for that. So. It's Mania Week. 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit more about WrestleMania, but the card, man. Mm-hmm. The card is my worst of the week. They, they stay stretching out this two nights a week, this two night thing. We don't need two nights, man. Mm. A lot of these wrestlers don't need to have a WrestleMania night. We we can go back to one night events. I promise you we can. Mm-hmm. This is rough. It's going to be a rough one. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching. Mm-hmm. But it's tough. Tough, for sure. Yeah. Weezy, what you got? Worst of the week. Oh, how's it working, man? Yeah. It's rough out there. Sure. It's rough out there. You got to be quicker than that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. My worst of the week is the Realville group chat. <laughs> it is oh. a cesspool of bad takes. <laughs> Shout out to DP. I know he's listening. He said it best. This group chat is the only place <laughs> for facts equal hate dog, in the world, man. It's a sick place, man. And uh, Jeff, you know, being oh, a good cop all the time. <laughs> I don't want no I, smoke. Oh, I'll, I'll just say. All the smoke. You know what I'm saying? I'll just say. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that's. He I can see that. that shit. Yeah, nice ass. Uh, but I'll be the main one. I see why you. I see the way you. You think that way. Yeah, I think. You, yeah. I, I understand. That's cool. That. But I don't. Because that's just me saying. All right, bro, you got it. I'm, I'm not gonna change with the chopper every time. I'm, I'm not cleaning gonna change it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning it up. That's me. Yeah. I'm not gonna change your mind. And I don't have time to go back and yeah. forth with you. you me neither. It. You got it, bro. I don't never have time. But when I have time, I got time. Yeah, I see. You know what I hate when I got time? Uh uh-uh. oh. I ain't gonna name no name. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Spike Lee, when he got time. Spike Lee, when he got time. He be loud and wrong. Though. Oh, my Uh-oh. God. Here we go. Make, make sure you Another check us in the chat. <laughs> make sure you check us out on Anchor, <laughs> iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just simply search Full Sport. Press podcast. Jeff. Yes, sir. You have 10 good rest in seconds. Oh, yeah. Let's start the clock. It's WrestleMania week, cameraman. No, no you got to do it. It's WrestleMania week. You can't quit everything. You can't man. quit WrestleMania week. Cameraman, you know what that means. Is who uh, uh, gets okay. the W. I wish you Oh, here we go. First, first match. It's more of a question. Does Stone Cold Steve Austin actually have a Regulated <laughs> match, <laughs> or is it just a talk show segment with Kevin Owens? Regular, Regular match, Regular match for J Ho Weezy. I, I think he's gonna have a match. Okay, nah, I gotta roll with the Texas rattlesnake. He gonna have a match. He gonna have a match. All right, next. What do you think, Joe? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, with his injuries, with he retired for a reason. It was a neck injury, and they told him if he took the wrong yeah. bump, which is a fall, yeah. he will be paralyzed for life. So for him to come back and risk it all right here, now it's been it's been 15 years. Let me retract that. Now nah, he ain't getting in the oh, ring. Well, well, here's you, what I'm saying. You, you talking about they medical. told they told about injury. here's the thing. You should have never said that. <laughs> just keep this about a medal. Just keep this in mind. Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan had both had neck injuries. They said that would be the doctor said would be career ending. So maybe science has you know who knows. So next, that's funny, by the way, SmackDown's Women's Championship. The champion, Charlotte Flair versus the challenger, Ronda Rousey. Wheezy, who gets the W? I'm going to go Ronda Rousey. J-Hope. Give me Charlotte Flair. All right. The Raw Women's Championship match. The champ, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. J-Hope. Bianca Belair. Wheezy. Becky Lynch. And the winner-take-all match for the WWE and Universal Heavyweight Championships. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Both are champions. Who gets both belts? Who leads WrestleMania in Dallas with both belts? Roman Reigns. And who's the other person? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, give me Brock Lesnar. All right. 
And that is who gets the W WrestleMania edition. Make sure you tune in each and every Thursday to myself and my co-host Neat to the 808s and Chess Shots podcast. Like we always say, you might not like it, but your auntie loves wrestling. Most definitely. And tweet some questions throughout the week at Full Sport. Press don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we start with the first half, Wheezy. Do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is the NCAA transfer portal. For sure, man. For sure. I don't know how you missed that. The number of players in the NCAA, I'm talking about him. Uh, (laughs) The NCAA transfer portal, college basketball has eclipsed to over 1,000 players. It should continue to intensify as the Final Four concludes in the next couple of days. Now. It doesn't seem to be an end in sight. Nowhere near it. Unlike last year where players were leaving and finding new homes quickly, not too many names have been made as far as commitments as we record this podcast. Who suffers the most? For short, high school kids. They may have to resort to a JUCO situation outside of the elite. Why mess around with a guy you can bring in that is ready-made and has college basketball experience? Just don't be stunned. (laughs) The NCAA finds a way to fix this. How does this get fixed, guys? I mean, it's the COVID year, right? That's the problem? Is that, is that what we're running uh, into? No, it's just it's just uh, there's a new wrinkle in the transfer portal uh-huh. that gives immediate access to transfer to a different school you have to set out a year. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that started with the COVID year, too, right? It was, it was before the COVID same, year. I thought it was around the same time. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was two years. It was a year before that. Year before, okay. Mm-hmm. So you have immediate access plus super duper seniors yeah this is a lot that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. so this yeah. is a lot so mm-hmm. you you have a great point if you if i'm a college coach and i have a chance to have a 24 year old on my team mm-hmm. instead of an 18 year old that's mm-hmm. not one of the top top prospects mm-hmm. and i can take this 24 year old grown ass man on my yeah. team i might as well go with him you yeah. know what they should do if you, how do they fix it if if you're an underclassman you got to sit out of the year huh? or or play it out Upperclassmen, you can transfer without sitting out. Upperclassmen mean is a junior, junior or senior. Mm-hmm. A junior, yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I really do like. Uh, that. Underclassmen, that. make them play it out. Okay. Uh, I don't I get because it's a lot of underclassmen. Yeah. I like that. Weez. That's a good point because what it does is makes you realize, okay, I have to really stand on where I'm standing. If you do, okay. You got to sit out of here. I do like that, for and sure. And it stops you from faking injuries and having your dad remove you in the middle of the season. Come on. Say, Come on, man. Yeah. Hey. What the f- Talk that talk. Yeah, for sure. Talk that talk. I just understand. I'm not naming no names. Yeah, not for sure. Super names, for sure. But I think you just maybe that I like Weezy's idea the most. It does. To maybe limit the amount of transfers. Because, for example, uh, Moorhead State University, it's in the LVC. Um, They have 12 girls from their basketball team in the portal. You only have 15 kids on the team. Sheesh. Yeah, so that's a problem. That's a problem, yeah. And. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of different variables as to why this is happening. But I think if your coach leaves, you should be able to transfer. Yeah, absolutely. I think if your coach, you know, is fired, you're able to transfer. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, a freshman is just not happy with minutes yeah. or a freshman that doesn't feel as if he's being or she's being used the right way, you transfer? Nah, man. And it hurts the high school kids, dog, because – if you wait past the portal, yeah. you got to wait until the Final Four is over with, and then who the hell knows if you're going to get the same offer that you had going into the year, man. So it's rough. It's creating a log jam. Yeah, and it's yeah. not fair for coaches either because yeah. they have to make sure the kids are happy. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of shit, man. It's not fair to the players. You who, can't build a chemistry like that. No, you can't. It's impossible, man. It's impossible to chemistry like it that. It is impossible. 
All right, they get a kid, right? You transfer in. Then you get another transfer that comes in the next year, and that kid now leaves because another transfer took the time that he came in to transfer with. Does that th- <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with your grades? No. Oh, yeah, they got to put some academic yeah, in there, Academics too. might have to do something. Nah. I like that, too. We yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like yeah. it. I, I think I'm on the other side of this than you all. You like it? I like it. You like the control chaos? Yeah. But it's no because, control. Only because yeah. stop selling these kids' dreams. It's true. If you if you're telling my child in in our in our frame room that he's gonna play, I understand he's got to earn it. Mm-hmm. He or she has to earn it. I'm with that. But if for some reason something changes, like you said, the coach leaves or something or another, he should ha- he or she should have a opportunity to go somewhere where he's where they're appreciated. Yeah, but at the same time, Jeff, if you go in there and you do good against non-conference, you know, against you know JT Moore, and then we play Fisk, <laughs> JT Moore is funny. and then you're good, right? Yeah. Then we play conference play and. You meet some dogs, and all of a sudden, you know what? You, you it's, it's a bump in the road, and we, you know, it, we're gonna, you know, take this slow a little bit. It's oh. a different, different level. And all of a sudden, you want to transfer. You're creating, you're creating variables right there. And I respect that, but then what if I'm the dog on the team? You got me with a bunch of poodles. Do I have to stay and play with these poodles, Pauls, or can I go with some other dogs? Yeah, but what if you go to another place with the other dogs, and you're not a dog, and you just a middle of the pack dog, right. and these are real dogs, and you're like, oh, man, I'm in another spot. I got to leave again. Be if a it dog. was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Man, oh, get that shit. to him, cameraman, for sure. <laughs> you guys ready to get started the first Let's half? Let's get it. The first half is underway. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. Weezy, where can you find you on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Holla at me. Holla at you. Please. Jeff, what about you, brother? <laughs> I'm Jay Easley, 84 across all social media platforms. Sure. I was adding Jeff, but he wasn't adding Jeff at all this week. For sure. <laughs> and I'm Jay Hove on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. Let's talk, man. Let's talk on Twitter. Yeah, at me. Please add me, though. Nah, y'all, y'all was, was coming about for it. It was wide open. Yeah, y'all was coming <laughs> for it. I'm just scrolling like, oh, he talking about me. Oh, okay. That's what's up. All right. What you saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kick the first half off with some NCAA talk, man. The mm. Final Four is the deciding weekend of the national championship in college basketball. By the time you guys hear this, the Final Four will be played, and the championship game is being played Monday night. Mm. The question I have for you guys, who has the most to prove from either men or women's side of college basketball? We will kick things off with Wheezy. Give me your first person, male or female. I want two coaches. Ari Emma has the most to prove in this one. Really? Yeah, because he's, he's not a number one seed. Okay. And that team has had an up and down year. Injuries. They're just not getting that one player back, and she's starting to roll. Yeah. But South Carolina's been rolling. Yeah. So he, I mean, so he's he's healthy now. Okay. Yeah. So he got something to prove. Yeah. That's yeah. my number one player. Okay. What you got? Jeff? I want no trouble. Yeah. I want no trouble. Uh oh. Hubert Davis. No way. Here's why. Okay. Talk to me. This Here's is good. Why. This no, is no, good. no, 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 no. Not, not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But this is a way for him to cement his legacy going forward. Okay. He he may have the biggest regular season win in North Carolina history already. Oh, uh, already. He may. He, yeah. Yeah. Probably does if you nah. think about it. He yeah, has the biggest sure. regular season win. Yeah. We sent him outside last game. Last game. You know. He, name on the floor. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Coach Kville. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Send him outside. But Roy Williams' shadow is still. Hell, Roy Williams at every game. Still. Oh, for sure. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this is a chance for Hubert mm. to you know to, to redeem himself from that horrible opening press conference he had. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah, still he got, he's still recovering. From he got to bounce back from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my 
first person. It is Coach K, for sure. <laughs> the pressure is on Duke to win. <laughs> We're playing with house money, even though we won the last game. Okay. Dude, this listen, this is an eighth seed. We're an eighth seed, dude. We're the lowest seed in the Final Four. We're an AC, dude. I like it. This, this is the best coach in okay. college basketball history that okay. they say. They only has five <laughs> championships. What? You understand what I'm he saying? You can't say only five. No, no, no I'm you saying. You can't say that. I'm not going to let you. I'm North with Carolina, you with everything else. North Carolina got six. Who got more that's coaching right now? This coaching has more championships than nobody. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't say only five. Yeah, so you can't say only no, five. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is North Carolina has six is what I'm saying. We have six. <laughs> what coach? What coach? What oh, no, it's between coach. three coaches for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But as we're saying, he has to go out the right way. He got to go out the right way, dog. <laughs> you, you said only five, dog. <laughs> I'm saying anything <laughs> else than a national championship <laughs> this year going out <laughs> is a loss in this season. You have the best player in college basketball. Yeah. You got the best coach. Yeah. You have the best, uh, the best um, everything, man. You got yeah. the best. best story. It's, it's, it's a wonderful story. It's a wonderful story yeah. going out, you know, so we'll see. I know one thing. They're trying. Oh, they trying to send him out the right way. Oh, they trying. They want him to win, and they want him to win bad, for sure. The uh, ever-present day. Yeah. They they, want oh, win. they want him to win. They want him to oh, win. Oh, listen. Because they saw how sad Coach K. Coach K told people, you know, y'all got to go. You know what I'm saying? After we beat their ass at Duke. You know what I'm saying? So, in turn, yes, we're playing with house money. We're in AC. We're in AC. We ain't supposed to be here. They put Baylor on us. They was like, I ain't going to get past Baylor. Hell, I had us losing to Bangladesh. Jay, Jay, wh- wh- who's your next? That's true. <laughs> he he, he, he want to rent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Weezy, <laughs> give me another person that you got. It was Coach K, but yeah. hey. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he got all the pressure in the world. Yeah, the pressure is on him. The pressure's on Coach K. Uh, Page. Page Beckers, Page okay. Beckers. Yeah. It's, it's time. You got to redeem yourself, herself from. She hooping, though. La- she is hooping. But she last hooping. NCAA tournament, it got a, little, got a little tricky. Well, yeah, they was running a box and one on it, though. Well, Shoot the ass out of it. That's how you beat it. Nah, you can't beat you can't how you beat about it. college. I got a whole another conversation about college basketball and the NBA. That's true. And it's it's bro like yeah, but, that, but you run boxing ones to to deal with talent deficiencies. Yeah. I, That's I you know what I'm saying? But yeah. with her, it's it's time to solidify this legend yeah. that you have. Because yeah. South Carolina, yeah. Got some way for all that. And so and that's and that's my person that has the most pressure is Don Staley. She right, has eleven basketball. <laughs> dude, dude, she has eleven McDonald's All Americans on one team. Yes, she do. On one team, dog. Yes, she do. <laughs> they play like it. Man, too. she's <laughs> the highest paid coach yeah. in her profession. Yeah. I don't I mean, she got two or three McDonald's All Americans coming in next year. Yeah. Hey man, Gino ain't never had eleven on one team. He ain't never had eleven McDonald's Americans on one team. I guarantee the most he's ever had on one team is six. That may be true. But those, those, those UConn teams were. Bro, no, I get it. Yeah. But they weren't 11 McDonald's All-Americans. They weren't losing games. Pat Summit ain't never had 11 McDonald's All-Americans on one team. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm with yeah, you. So it's not apples to apples, though. I mean, college, women's, hear me, let me finish. Yeah. Women's college basketball has evolved in the last 8 to 10 years from when Pat Summit and Geno were playing number one versus number two every year. Oh. So, what's the problem with 11 having 11? I mean, you saying that? Well, so, to have 11 on one team it's and only have. Yeah, and only have one <laughs> national championship is nuts. Like you're she highest paid. She got eleven on one team right now. Right now, yeah. Well, she's gonna win it this year. May, hopefully, maybe. I mean, she had ten last year. Didn't win it. <laughs> the way you watch the game is crazy. I'm just saying. Last year, <laughs> last year was. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's he, he watches the last game year. From us, like, oh, you got that player. You got that player. Are you supposed to win? And, exactly. and then, bro, 
When you watch Alabama football, right? They still got to play the game. Anything can happen in that game. I get you, bro. But you've seen Alabama football, and you say, them boys just got too much. But Georgia beat them. No, this is what I'm saying. Them boys got too much. But this is the thing. How many has Saban won? Like six? Like five or six? She's won one, bro. Ah. But he, she hasn't been there as long as Saban either. No, no, I get that. She yeah. hasn't, but she's been there yeah. long enough to win more than one. She's been to four Final Fours. Four Final Fours, and she's only she's been coaching for five to, years, right? It has to damn near go perfect for you to win a she's championship. Been five how, you gonna, how you go to four Final Now, she's been over like seven. The game has to damn near go perfect for you to win a championship, Jay. I get that. But what I'm saying is, if you have 11, if Coach Cal had 11 McDonald's All-Americans on his damn team. after all, what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. It's not Coach Cal. No, because he had a lot. They don't shoot free throws. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. If Coach Cal had 11, they would fire him, dog. That's all I'm saying. So it's pressure. I, I see what you're saying. He's never had 11. That's what I'm saying. The pressure coach. would be if they don't win this year and fall short. No, their it's coaches, hard to win championships. They are Hall of Fame coaches. Terry Vanderveer, Stanford. She won her first one in like 78, 79. Right. Didn't win her na- the last one, one until this year. But is but a said. Hall of Fame coach. But is a great coach and has some of the best basketball players. I get it. But what I'm saying is Terry Vanderveer has never had 11 goddamn McDonald's <laughs> All-Americans on one team. You better win that shit this year. She better win that shit. They're gonna start asking questions. I'm telling you. So if she wins, start, if she, she wins, it's because it's because she coached the talent she got. That's nope. coaching. That's coaching, and it's also talent. But what I'm saying is, you have to coach said talent. I guarantee, if Geno Rm had 11 goddamn McDonald's oh. All Americans, they would be asking like, "What they? Well, I mean, what Geno is? I'm they saying they were mad at Geno when Geno won 60 straight games. Hear me out. I'm he just saying. Know. I think the yeah, conversation no. starts with Don Staley if she loses this year and does not make Final Four next year, okay, okay. 2024 season. Like, hey, I now, know it's coach. hard to win those games, yeah, but in oh. turn, if you got 11 damn McDonald's All Americans, shit. <laughs> Moving on, yeah. to the NFL after quite possibly, cameraman, the greatest <laughs> playoff game. We've ever witnessed possibly the greatest football game that's ever lived. I don't know about that. Name one better. Well, come on, Jeff. Okay, I'm just saying name one better. 13 seconds. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> League owners voted to make a rule change to the NFL overtime policy. Did a vote from 29 to three. The rule change will only apply in the postseason. What will happen is finally. Every team, each team will have at least one possession in overtime after the Buffalo Bills were robbed mm-hmm. of wow. having a chance to combat against the great Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Fellas, is this a good thing, bad thing, or no deal at all? Great, great. Should have been. Should have been. It should be in the in the regular season also. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Yeah. I just, the, the way the way they put pressure on them guys to win a football game. You lose one football game, it can mess up your whole season. You can. So you should you should give them a chance to play. But in this game is a little more. The playoff games are a little bit more impactful. Right. Yeah. But start there. That's what they do. And they start there. They start there. But it yeah. should come to the regular season also. It just hurts. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Jeff. Yeah. Go it's ahead. twelve years too late. Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl was like impacted by an outdated rule that Jeff talked about. Yeah. It didn't take twelve years to study something that was so obvious. It's an obvious thing. Just took a big play, and for the you know for the better sake of sorry, Jeff. No, you know you're what I'm right. Saying? Yeah. You know, it's uh, the Josh for, Allen rule. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent, man. I just think this has changed, and more proof needs to be situated in the NFL. It's got to be more changes in the NFL. Next on the list should be those long drawn out replays. That they still get wrong. They got to figure <laughs> that out. And here's the hope that the NFL fixes things sooner rather than later, like they did with this one. Yeah, it's it's just that. So many people were watching that game. So much was right on that game. Mm-hmm. And then for the other team not to get a chance to even have the ball. Yeah, It'd be different if, if Buffalo got the ball, went three and out, and Kansas City drove down and scored. I'm That's a whole other ball game. Yeah. Didn't get a chance to get the ball. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> 
He left. It, it ain't funny though. No, it was funny. It, it, it was rough with Kansas. They happened in Kansas City against no. Tampa. I'm sorry, not Tampa Bay, but uh, yeah, but you said the Patriots. Greatest, greatest playoff game ever. It was hands down, hands down. Let me see the miracle right there, bro. No, it wasn't. Oh. That game was. If we be honest, that game wasn't really that good until the we, end. Y'all didn't we. We won the game off a kick. Off a nah, back. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Frank Wright had a better game than Frank Wright when he brought them boys back. Back from 38 to yeah, three against yeah. the against the damn Oilers was better yeah, than me. Sure. That was tough. And that's another thing. Tuck rules. Yeah. Tuck rules happened because of a, a huge play. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we start with halftime, let's keep it in the NFL. Just a calendar year after leading the team to a Super Bowl. My coach. Bruce Arians is retiring from coaching. Um, Arians' new role will be senior football consultant. His defensive coordinator, Ty Bowles, a black man, has been announced as the team's <laughs> new head coach. Bowles has been with the team as a D.C. since uh, Arians was hired with the promotion. He becomes the sixth minority head coach in the league alongside Mike Tomlin, Ron Rivera, <laughs> Rob, Robert Saleh, Mike McDaniel, and Lovey Smith. Weez, is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? It's a big deal because it came at an odd time. If it would have happened right after the season, it came at an odd time. And it, it, I think time had something to do with it. Well, go into that. Well, Unpack that. They, they, they obviously didn't get along. That's not true. No, they had words. They didn't get along. That's not true. I think, you don't know that? I don't think so. I think, not to cut you off, Weezy, I think B.A. had something to do with that. Yeah. If, if I'm... If I'm conspiracy theorist guy, he waited until Tampa Bay didn't have anybody else to hire mm-hmm. to make sure one of his guys got the exactly. job. Exactly. So it. he waited until this. Because you're right, Weezy. This is a weird time to go, uh, to say it. So he waited until now to say, I want to make sure one of my guys gets this job. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he, and I thought it was due to the fact of his health concerns because he left Arizona because yes. of health concerns. Yes. Uh, do I think this is his last stop? I think he'll coach again. But mm. – I also love the way that he set up Ty Bowles because I've been trying to tell y'all that B.A. is one of the realest coaches. That's yeah, he was a Kango. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah. yeah, not for sure. And he got a mean goatee. Yeah, mean one. Yeah, yeah, not mean. for sure. He do that shit himself. Yeah. That's he, a good goatee. He, he, yeah, he's a real one, dude. And he yeah. made sure that Ty Bowles was set up in the right way because he was thinking about uh, maybe, you know, stepping down in yeah. March during yeah. the combine. But he was like, man, I'm going to wait. Then he saw Tom come back. He's like, yeah, that's good for my guy Ty Bowles. He yeah. said, you know, this is a good thing for him. And I think this, you know, is something as far as a stepping stone. I think he'll go coach another place one more time for sure. Because he's too good of a coach, man. He's, he's definitely. He's a player's mind. coach. He's a player's coach. Yeah. But he's a little longer than two. Quarterback he's old, whisperer. And he's old school. Super old school. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, he's I think, with a yeah, See, and I knew that's what was coming up, the A-B shit. You know, yeah. but we're dealing with a guy who could have easily got a uh, yellow box of Cheerios because he said he's not even going to have <laughs> said ankle surgery yeah. until somebody signs him. So, in turn, you got to have ankle surgery. <laughs> then you got to go through treatment for six yeah. to eight weeks. Nobody's going to sign you. Yeah, yeah but we know, he, you know he's, super, he's super gremlin now. Or that ankle was never hurt. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that damn ankle. <laughs> oh, it's mysteriously, it's back. You know what I'm saying? Just he's like super gremlin. It's weird shit, man. Yeah. A lot of weird shit. That's a weird dude right that's there. A, yeah, for yeah. sure. Most you think B.A. drinks his head straight? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you know, you're not, uh, on the rock. On the rock? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A.B.? Circular yeah. Uh, ice, too. A.B., as Antonio Brown calls you right now, he need to ride from the airport. You going to get him? From, to go where? San Francisco? I don't need that nigga. They don't need him in San Francisco. No, I'm just saying. Just no, no. I don't want that nigga in my locker room. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. He, he need to ride downtown to the hotel. You going to go pick him up? In San Francisco? 
No. Oh, in Nashville. Yeah, you go go pick. No. What am I hanging out with AB for? It's a rough night. It's a oh, long I night. You're going to be wearing them Kanye boots. Yeah. yeah lots of leather. Yeah. Lots of leather with AB. You got joints in the bed with him. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, girl, you wild. Yeah, he wild. Yeah, doing, yeah, no, he's doing wild shit. Yeah, man. yeah. It's and a I'm, different I'm night. Hanging out with him. You you probably have a good time. Nah. With him. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. For sure. That's what he want to do. I don't want nothing to do with AB. I bet you don't. He'd be a Titan. He could be a Titan. Mm-mm. You straight on that? Yeah, because he a scare Shannon Hill. That's true. That's, That's the realest thing you ever said, Richard. <laughs> you guys ready to start with yes, halftime? Let's get it. We're at the midway point. Please enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, we are back with Jeff's NBA MVP ladder for week nine. Let's hear it, Jeff. Oh, boy. All right. Wish I could have been here for that. Uh, pre-production meeting we just had right there. But let's get going, Weezy. <laughs> let's do it. And honorable mention, the process ain't processing like I needed the process. I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. Their, their record didn't look too good this week. Joel's still putting up numbers. But my goodness, they got to turn around. The number seven, Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum. Stumbled a little bit this week. But his individual performance still remains box office. He's still one of the best players in the league. He had a great week individual. But... Boston's got to turn it around here to make that playoff push they're trying to do right now. Number six, Nikola Jokic. Coming to broken record. He's willing that team everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Winners of 40 last five is all because of him. Number five, Kevin Durant. Nobody makes basketball look easy. Seven feet tall, dribbles all across the world, hit any shot, playing defense this year. They're right now in the playoff tournament as this is being recorded, play-in tournament, excuse me. If you're the number one seed in the East, Looking at you, Miami, looking at you, Philadelphia, and teams like that who are tanking and losing games on purpose to avoid them. Y'all not slick. I see that. But moving on. At number four, this week and this week only, solidifying their playoff spot, solidifying the chance in the playoff uh, play-in tournament. Trey Young, winners of five of their last six, clinched their play-in, eliminated the Knicks again Big himself. Boy game, Big boy games each and every night. Box wow. office player, got to see the Atlanta Hawks when you want to see Trey Young. Number three, Luka Doncic. Mavs are rolling. Can't say nothing bad about Luka Doncic. He's he's done everything that I said that he wouldn't that he wasn't doing in the past. He's doing it all. He's been more of a f- facilitator, taking a lot less dumbass shots, and he's hitting a lot more shots. Shout out to Luka. Great season for him. Number two, Devin Booker. <clears throat> Suns keep rolling, enjoying the easiest schedule with the, with the remaining games in the season, and Devin Booker's playing great basketball. But number one, no questions asked, hands down. Let me see it, Jeff. Can I no, say it? No, no, hold on. No question that you can laugh all you want to, cameraman. But when you go against two, two of MVP finalists this year, and you have a signature block to win one game, and then when they say you can't shoot free throws, you make those two free throws and make the step back three two go to overtime, you number one this week. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, the Greek freak, freaky Greek is what I used to call him. Freaky Greek. Shout out to D Harris for calling me whenever he has a great game because he's the one who called Giannis when he first came out into the NBA. So shout out to D Harris for that, and that is this week's. MVP ladder. One more week next week before the regular season is over with. And I'm pretty sure you know who got the MVP sold up at this point. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's go to the second half. Let's go second half. The second half is underway. Second half. Pro comparisons for the top NFL draft prospects for the 2022 class. I am Jay Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your boy Weezy. Weezy, we live in a world of comparisons like we just uh, were bestowed upon during our halftime segment with Jeff's MVP ladder for sure. We compare oh. everything from salaries, <laughs> musical catalogs, cars, MVP seasons, teammates, teammates, <laughs> houses, anything else we can think of. The NFL is no different. 
These comparisons present themselves during draft season for sure. Every college prospect is seemingly pigeonholed into an NFL type. With this in mind, FSP is coming on with this pro comparisons for the top college prospects. So let's compare. Starting off things with Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Edge from the University of Oregon. Weezy, give me your pro comparison and why. Uh, Kevin Thibodeau, 6'5", 285. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really blazing fast off the edge, mm-hmm. but strong. Mm-hmm. So I thought what my research team came up with, Justin Tuck from the Giants. I like that. I like that. Justin, Justin like Tuck that. from the Giants. Justin Tuck went Sell really it. fast, but he was strong, and Justin Tuck got the job done. Sell it. Justin Tuck. Okay. Wow. Comparison. Yeah, I Sell like it. that one. I like that one. I like that one. Jeff, what you got? I got – so – the easy one is Jadavion Clown. For sure. And but I'm gonna say that, but I'm gonna say it for a different reason. They're both athletic, they both, you know, jump off the screen with certain plays, right? But they both had the same negatives. Mm-hmm. People question their motor 100%. and they question those nagging injuries. Mm-hmm. So those are my two things why I compare him to J Jadavion Clown. Mm-hmm. The sky's the limit for Thibodeau. Sky's the limit. But that motor being a question is scary. For sure. And that could hold him back, especially in the pro level, because everybody's good as a pro. Can't yeah. take a playoff in the pro. They are saying that Kayvon Thibodeau is falling. Yeah. Uh, on the draft, almost out of the top ten. Um, yeah. So you know, we'll see for That's sure. Nuts. Considering he was number one coming into the season. <laughs> for sure. My pro comparison for Thibodeau is Josh Allen from Jacksonville. For sure. I like that. An exceptional athlete, like the guys have mentioned. But again, the reason that he's falling on these boards is because. Of Josh Allen, it's going to take a couple of years for him to get rolling. And I think with that motor and things you can't teach, I think it's one of those things that Thibodeau has. But at the same time, it's a risk. And it is a risk because Josh Allen, let's keep it a band, he hasn't lived up to the expectations that Jacksonville has bestowed upon him. Unless he played the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, for sure. He went crazy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I think it's just going to take a couple of years. And just like Josh Allen – I'm um, just going to take a couple of years to see the finished product, Kayvon Thibodeau, for sure. I like it. Next person, we have Malik Willis, quarterback <laughs> from the University of Liberty. Jeff, give me his pro comparison and why. All right. He is somewhere mm-hmm. between Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. and Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. Josh Allen because of the arm. Yeah, exactly. He's going to need some time. He's going to need some time. And he has to go into the right situation to get that time. But he deserves that time. He has the arm, as Josh Allen, like Weezy said, and he has the athletic ability as both of those quarterbacks to make a play with his legs. So somewhere between Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. Weezy, what you got? I went – I thought real hard on this one. Oh, I know. Oh, I know <laughs> you Real did. hard on this one. Yeah, I, I know you did. Uh, he's not a burner, but he can he can scramble and make plays with his mm-hmm. legs. Mm-hmm. He, didn't make, he didn't make a lot of mistakes in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, he need, when, when, he needed to, when he needed to show up, he did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought of another player who, when they, that's Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. I want Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor doesn't doesn't make mistakes. He can get you a first down with his legs. And I think Tyrod Taylor, all he needs is a chance. Get, you put in the right offense. Tyrod Taylor is a starter in the NFL. Sure. So yeah, the MVP season, Buffalo one year. Sure. So they People like, talk about. It. They also sure. tried to bench him for the Peterman. Yeah. And they benched him for Baker. Yeah. yeah He's he had a bad draw. And they benched him. They benched him for uh, uh, Jeff's guy, Justin <laughs> Herbert. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Malik Willis is no better than yeah, to say that he's Tyrod Taylor is very disrespectful. Tyrod Taylor is a really good football <gasps> player. 
Uh, Malik Willis is a fun player to watch, though. <laughs> so I get comparison. it. Yeah, no, I get it. The arm <laughs> strength that you guys talking about it. And I get it, you know, <laughs> arm strength. But there's a lot of guys that came through the NFL with great arm. Mm-hmm. But you got to figure out a way to you know, use that big arm for sure. Because they didn't do a lot for him. The actual playbook that they used at Liberty that Hugh Freeze was using was very, very – it was a small. It's a small playbook. It limited. They didn't open it up. I'm gonna be real. Hope. They didn't open it up. You sound like Unk Ho. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you. Sound you, like Unk right I'm, now. This, this is the quarterback that we're talking about. I, I hear if, you. I'm just saying they ain't open it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so who who who? You about to call him an athlete in a minute? You about to use them buzzwords? Man, <laughs> who who we compare him to? Tavares Jackson. I do it. Oh my God! You about to say Seneca Wallace? <laughs> I mean, what else? Do we? <laughs> I'm just, I just, man, Jalen Hurts is that. Jalen Hurts ain't better than Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, Tavares Jackson was my guy. Yeah, Tavares Jackson. I mean, EJ Man, Quincy whoa, whoa, Carter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, don't. There's no need to bring up EJ. Man. Nah, I'm saying EJ Man. came out. He had the big arm that everybody talked about, except for me. <laughs> everybody loved his arm. I'm just saying, man. But he's a. But anywhere Malik Willis goes, he's gonna be a big project. For yes. Whoever he goes to, I agree. And I'll be at a fun project though. I think he has the tools to kind of be really good or really bad for sure. And yeah. I'm leaning more towards really bad. <laughs> Moving right along to Cal Hamilton, safety for the University of Notre Dame, Fighting mm-hmm. Irish, Wheezy. Give me your pro comparison and why. Cal Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame, make tackles. Um, big safety, six four. Yeah, big safety. So when I thought of another big safety that makes tackles, came out looking good. Mm-hmm. Taylor Mays, USC. Mm-hmm. But slash, Uh-oh. I got a slash in there. Mm-hmm. Reggie Nelson. That's 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 the well, you cooking. You mm-hmm. cooking, Weez. I like it. Taylor Mays, Reggie Nelson. This dude is long. I, I don't think his ball skills are there. Mm-hmm. But he gonna he gonna he'll come <laughs> up and smack you. Yeah, no, for sure. and these guys come up and smack you. So Taylor you. Mays slash Reggie Nelson. What you got, Jeff? All right, I think Kyle Hamilton, I watched him against Florida State. Good God. Um, he plays everywhere. Yeah. Guard the slot. Need him to play and come up close. He's a hitter. You can need him to blitz. He got that. Need him to play safety. He can do all of that. Yeah, for sure. Know who did that also to play Florida State? I knew you were going to say that. Derwin James. Ooh! Hey, don't you do that. I'm telling you. Yeah. Take just, that one back. Now, no, I'm going to give you a chance to retract no, 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 no. this one. Hear me out. I'm doing this best case scenario. You know that, right? I, I can say it could be a boomer bust type of kid like others. There's but no I, way this kid is going to be Derwin James. Derwin James best safety in the entire NFL. Absolutely. Not He's a Seminole. You just said KB was last week. No, well, yeah. they, two, they play two totally different safety positions. One strong, one free. He's a strong safety. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just how he plays. Not saying he is. I said uh, the kid from Memphis last week plays like Ben Wallace. He's not going to be a three-time defensive player of the year. Or he plays like Joey, Joey so Dawson. Yeah, best case scenario. He'll best be case, that's James. what I'm saying. Best case scenario. Because he does you. everything just like Derwin, State, Derwin James did with Florida State. Yeah, so I'm more towards Weezy. I don't think this kid – I think he falls out of the first round. Oh, hot, 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 I think – yeah, I think Kyle Hamilton really falls for sure. And the reason is because his pro comparison is Isaiah Simmons who got drafted at the University of Clemson, goes to Arizona, and has been a project. You can line him up as a linebacker, but he's fast enough to play safety. You just don't really know where to use this guy. They put Isaiah Simmons at linebacker. They put him at edge rusher. He's played safety. Hell, he almost – he plays some slot corner. I just don't think that it's logical to have a player that has so many different places that he can play. He just needs to focus on one, and it's hard to do that when an exceptional talent like that. And I think Kyle Hamilton is going to be a product of Isaiah Simmons' shortcomings 
as a pro. And the best case scenario for a kid like this is Derwin James, though, for sure. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. But it's rough, and he ain't like that, for he, sure. He, I think he's going to surprise you. Okay, I do. We'll I think he's going to surprise you. Yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about somebody like that, the next guy. It's Sauce Gardner, quarterback nah, yeah, from the University of Cincinnati. Weezy, what you got? Give me a pro comparison. Oh, uh, man, this guy locked down. I think if he played anywhere in the SEC, especially um, LSU, he'd be winning at number seven. Mm-hmm. He'd be winning at number seven. I got you. So, I went with Pat Pete on this one. Pat like Pete. Uh, early Pat Pete, but Pat Pete. <laughs> Pat uh, Pete's still solid. Yeah. yeah. He's got to deal the other day. Strong. <laughs> he's like, this kid is strong. Pat Pete was strong. Yeah. He's yeah. he's not going to let you really go by him. He can run with you. Good yeah. ball skills. Only thing about Pat, and I'm going to let you go, Jeff. Yeah, good do thing. Pat Pete, not tall like this kid. This kid is 6'2", 6'3". You know what I'm saying? Pat, Pat Pete, 6'1". Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying is like, you know how you can play. Like Jalen, you know how Jalen yeah. plays. You know, Pat Pete going to get in there and tackle. These boys ain't tackling. Pat Pete to tackle. But I like that, though. Yeah. I like that. I like Pat Pete. You, it, you made a great point. The mm-hmm. six, he's 6'3". Mm-hmm. You know, another cornerback that's all pro that was 6'3"? Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, yeah. And that's the comparison. Yeah, I like that. Lockdown. Yeah. You know, some people say Richard Sherman won lockdown, say he locked down one side. Yeah. However you look at it. Yeah. Still locked down. Yeah. South Gardner, same type of attitude, same type of gumption. Yeah. They got the same size. Paul, I like that. Yeah. Great player. Yeah, for sure. Man, you know, Sherman is perfect, but this guy's a man guy. So, <laughs> I think he is already Patrick Sertain. He's that type of player. Him and Patrick Sertain are going to be the two best corners going further in life. So you're going Patrick Sertain, Jr.? Yeah, okay, no, for sure. Yeah, man. It's just He's a great cornerback. He didn't allow – now, granted, he played at Cincinnati. But he didn't allow a touchdown as a college corner. Well, you can say he played at Cincinnati. He yeah. looked good against Alabama. He did. He, no, no, he did. A hundred percent, yeah. Just not a tackler. So, in turn, as kind of worries me. But, again, they don't pay him to tackle. They pay him to, to cover. That's true. Shit. So, yeah. I think he can develop, like Weezy said, into a lockdown corner. If he played in the SEC, if he played in the ACC, anywhere else, this kid was going to be Sauce Gardner for sure. He's got to. Focus on a couple of things, some yeah. small stuff. But this is the guy, man. I'm getting his jersey for sure. Been my guy, Sauce Gordon, for sure. Oh, yeah. Moving right true. along to Derek Stingley, cornerback from LSU. Jeff, give me his pro comparison and why. Again, I'm always doing best-case scenario with these. Before <laughs> yeah. anybody come in my mentions talking about I'm overreaching. Uh-huh. Da, da, da. Best-case scenario for Derek Stingley, Stephon Gilmore. Okay. All right. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Gifted. Yeah, for sure. Can do it all. Got size, got speed, got explosiveness, anything you ask for. Facts. And just off upside alone, because we ain't seen him play. Mm-hmm. Year. Just from what he did the year before, this kid's going to get drafted very high. Yeah, he is. And I think this the best-case scenario looking like Stephon Gilmore out there. So, sure. Weezy, what you got? Derek Stevens Jr., he, he took a – he he middled in last year. He did, but, sure. but this kid, if he would have came out year four last he'd have been top five pick. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Uh, come And saying that coming out of SEC is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last person I've seen do that corner and came in the league and actually played and still playing to this day, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, Joe Hayden. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Uh, I like that. Oh I like God. that. Joe Hayden. I like that. See, Mar- five. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he got ball, sk- five. ball oh, skills, <laughs> athletic. <laughs> Two, three. We oh, see you. Not again. My bad, man. He's still my doing bad. it. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Go on, do your thing. Nah, man. I'm just saying my Sheesh. bad. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I like hearing that, though, boy. I'm done, though. Go ahead, man. Uh, you, yeah, you ruined it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like Weezy mentioned, man, Derek Stingley, man, is special. Battled crazy injuries from 2020 and 2021. But when he was healthy, he was the guy that locked down that national championship for Joe Burrow, for sure. Superstar potential. Um, I would say more, you know, Joe Hayden is perfect, though. He could, he can only wish for the career of Joe Hayden. 
But I would say more between Joe Hayden and Marshawn Lattimore, for sure. Just reacting to the ball quickly. Very underrated, Marshawn Lattimore. Boom a bust, though, with Marshawn Lattimore. But a lockdown corner. Marshawn Lattimore, my guy, right? Yeah, that's your guy. Yeah, that's that's your guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, he's a good player, man. Yeah. Just, again, struggling with tackling. But, you know, man, that's what that's what kind of separates from Joe. Because Joe, Joe going to tackle. Oh, Joe gonna come on, come sure. on, dog. My bad. All right, let's move right along to Aiden Hutchinson Edge. From the University of Michigan, shout out to Coach Wayman. Yeah. Weezy, who you got? Pro comparison, why? One of them Bosa boys, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he looks just like a Bosa out there. Mm-hmm. He's stronger. Up, like his upper body is stronger. You know what I'm saying? The Bosa's really not quick. They're not going to blow past you, nobody, but they're going to power you and they're going to run right through you. Uh, and that's what he's doing. So I want any one of the Bosa boys. <laughs> just sure. pick a Bosa. Pick a Bosa. Yeah, for sure. I like that, Weezy. Uh, Bosa makes sense. I'm going with. A guy who had a great career with the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. and a one very solid year wearing contacts with the Detroit Lions, mm. Kyle Vandenbosch. Kyle Vandenbosch. He reminds me of Kyle yeah. Vandenbosch. I like that. Physical player. Yeah. Got the speed. Got the just that tenacity off the mm-hmm. edge. Man, give me Kyle Vandenbosch. Sure. Kyle Vandenbosch can play for me right now. Not for sure. Yeah. Not for sure. With the red contacts. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> My pro comparison for this kid is Max Crosby from the Raiders. Okay. And, you know, he has the traits to be very good, just like him. The thing that kind of worries about him is, again, just playing on a consistent basis. He would take plays off and in turn it suffered as far as Michigan's wins for sure. But I just didn't get on the bandwagon with Aiden Hutchinson until this year to kind of really watch him and see he can play at a high level. Super, super great pass rusher. I just think with the NFL, he has to figure out ways to kind of use that way. And that's what kind of – Slowed up Max Crosby's progression until this year, and now he got that big boy extension, which was needed for sure. He did get that so, yeah, Max Crosby, Bradley Chubb type of player. I like age, it. For sure. Moving on to the big guy, Jordan Davis, defensive lineman from Georgia. Jeff, give me a pro comparison of why. Yes, big guy, big kid, mm-hmm. nasty nose, type, nose tackle. Mm-hmm. Got the size, power, hogging up the guard tackle position on either side. Give me Haloti Nata. <laughs> You really, him and him and he's going to demand yeah. double teams at the next level. Mm-hmm. Kid is huge, man. Yeah, big kid. Yeah, and it, it, that was the best thing I can come up with for him. Like just like watching his highlights, it looked like. I mean, again, this is college compared to professional, of course. Right, right, right. But best case scenario, although he's not. Okay, what you got, Weezy? A six-seven kid, more like a freight train. Mm-hmm. I don't think other place I can do with six-seven like that. Big Calais Campbell mm-hmm. slash, but this kid right here gonna clock the middle of like big Vince Wilfolk. Okay. Big kid. Yeah. That's for sure. Bad creative yeah, player. Yeah, right for there. sure. Calais yeah, Campbell yeah. size with, 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 with Vince. Vince yeah. he, that's what he's God. there for. He's yeah. not going to be able to run sideline and sideline with the nah, players. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. He's going to clock the middle up. Clock yeah. the middle up. Don't let Derrick Kimber get five yards up to here. He better not get it through here. He is anyway, but don't let him do it. Wow. I have Jordan Davis a lot closer to John Henderson. Just one of those two-gap, one-gap players. Very valuable for sure, man. But this is the thing with him. You're going to have to pair him with another pass rusher because he's not going to get sex. But regardless of being there, he's just going to be huge on that defensive line. And like Jeff said, just plugging up a lot of the holes, man. Pause. He'll be a guy that will occupy space. And whenever a professional athlete weighs close to 350 pounds, yeah. Zion Williamson, there are concerns about conditioning God, and ability, man, to stay at a playable weight. Like we just said, he's running off the field. I need him to stay in shape. If he does that – He'll be an all-pro. He'll be one of the greatest D-tackles in the league. But you got to realize, a D-tackle is Aaron Donald now, and that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, not for sure. He's no Aaron Donald, but he is a good plug-and-play guy at the D-tackle position. Not, not being Aaron Donald 
Ain't bad. You can ain't be bad Sebastian at all. Day. You can be it, Sebastian. It, ain't bad at all. Yeah, though, yeah. For sure. Let's move right on to Evan Neal, offensive tackle from Alabama. Jeff, we will kick things off for you with the big uggies. Real quick. Mm-hmm. John, if you want a good laugh, just YouTube John Henderson. Right, sure. Those are some, <laughs> some funny videos. Anyway, my bad. Evan Neal. Pick a side, man. He's going to play left side, right side, whatever yeah. you need him to do. He can, he can play both. Can't miss. This is probably a top five pick. Yeah, for Not sure. Not number one. Yeah. Orlando Brown is my comparison. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Man, this kid is it, man. Yeah. He, this this is your safest, one of your safest bets you're going to make in this draft. This Ain't no right question. Here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. What you got, Weezy? Hey, this kid's 6'7". It's another kid. It's another man. Yeah. It's this 6'8". Yeah. In, in, in San Francisco right now, big Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, you laughed at me when I uh, said you, you got him to be in the silverback gorilla? Yeah, he's silverback. Really? I mean, this kid's locked down, Jay. He's no, 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 no. I, no, no, yeah. no. I love Evan Neal. No, no, I yeah. get it. But Trent is different, though. Yeah, yeah this kid. He, Trent, like, he like Trent? Yeah, he got to be. Silverback. Oof. Okay. All right. Remember you saying? This your man, too. This your man on the line. No, 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 no. If you say Trent, uh-huh. Trent the best left tackle I ain't seen. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. I'm just saying. This kid is huge. Have lot, you seen now, this kid? I get it. But I'm saying, uh, I haven't been a bigger Ronnie Stanley, dude. Really good offensive tackle for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Pure, I think he's the best, and I agree with you guys. He's the best pure run blocker in this entire class. But there's questions of him playing right tackle, like Jeff mentioned, and also him playing some guard. So I think he's one of those guys that can play either way because where the money is and a top five pick is in left tackle. So in turn, if he can get out and play left tackle, I think he can do that. I just think it's tough for a guy that has moved around so much in college. But – he played at Alabama, so he had to move around to play. And he did it all well. Kid, go somewhere, <laughs> and they got somebody better than him playing left tackle. He plays guard. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> offensive line in the league. Yeah, not for sure. <laughs> Already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree, and I believe he can play both for yeah. sure. Yeah, most definitely. And that's what Orlando Brown did. He left Baltimore because Ronnie Stanley was playing tackle, so he yeah. moved to guard. But he's like, I want to play tackle because yeah. where the money is. That's where the money's at. <laughs> that's where the money's at. Yeah, for sure. Let's move right on to another offensive lineman, uh, Tyler Lindenbaum, a center from Iowa. Jeff, right back to you, man. Who you got? You can't spend a number one pick on a lineman. Hell I no. Mean, I'm sorry, on a center. On a center, nope. But if you could, yep. this is your number one pick. This is the guy. This is the number one pick. This is the guy. He's a pro bowler from mm-hmm. year one probably. He's test off the charts mm-hmm. for everything you can ask for. He has foot quickness. He's perfect center. Jason Kelsey. Yes, that's a lockdown. Yeah, yeah, that's a lock for sure. What you got, Weezy? I had I had everything he said. Like when, when you talk about center in the in the draft right here, everybody brings up Tyler Lindenbaum. He was preseason everything. He yeah. lived up to it. I got Jeff Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Man. I like shit. It. Yeah, nah, that's I mean it's spot on. Yeah, uh, I like Jason Kelsey because of the IQ. It's a really high IQ. Yeah. And, and listen, Iowa. If you need a tight end. We need an offensive lineman. Yeah. Take your ass to Iowa yeah. and find one of those guys that started on their yeah, offense. They don't win games. No, no. But they have good tight they, they, ends. They, they knocking it out, dragging it out. <laughs> Man, and Jesus yes, Christ. Yeah, Jason Kills is perfect for that. And this guy's a former wrestler. You know, he's, he's with it. He's, he's with physical. It. Yeah, he's physical. He's, he's <laughs> trying to get to it, for sure. <laughs> Jeff, right back to you, man. Hey, this is this is three picks in a row for you. Jermaine Johnson, an edge from Florida State. Give me your pro comparison and why. Here's the thing. Oh, shit. No, hear me out. My heart, you know, he's my favorite player in the draft just because he was the only bright spot on Florida State. Only, only, only bright spot. He reminds me of JPP because mm-hmm. he has the size mm-hmm. and he has that. That, that engine that that every he don't take a playoff. It's going. Yeah, he, it's he's up. going no matter what. 
So he reminds me him of, of Jason Pierre-Paul. I like that. that type of that type of player. Best case scenario, I, and I hope he has a long career just like JPP. Yeah. This, this was one of the only bright spots in Florida State. I was so happy he came there. I hope this kid gets drafted well. I hope he has a great pro career. <laughs> you ain't talk that much about nobody. This whole shit, boy, you love that I shit. I do, man. Y'all, you understand? Guy. Like that, that was my guy. Like yeah. He was the only person on that team. And the reason why we semi-turned our season around midway through is because he never stopped playing. Sure. What you got, Weezy? For everything Jeff just said, I mean, he was on the bright spot of Florida State team for sure on defense. Yeah. No, period. Because <laughs> they didn't have too much of an offense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I got, I got, I, I compared them, me and my research team, we came together, <laughs> and we came up with Aussie Yemen Yira from okay. the Giants. Okay. Yeah. You, remember, you remember when Aussie Yemen Yira was popping and the Giants was horrible? Yeah. And they only had was your Aussie Yemen Yira? Yeah. And Justin Tuck. Yeah. Uh, Aussie and Tuck. Tuck was on that team too. The straight hand, the post straight hand team, yeah. right? Yeah. Was it Aussie Tuck and yeah, they and straight hand. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, Aussie sure. year. Yeah, um, my pick is a taller Harold Landry for sure. All this kid needed was a chance, man. After being a rotational player at Georgia, he came to Florida State and blew up, man. Just a complete pass rusher, perfect blend of athleticism and refinement. He can start in the NFL for a long time. He just has to figure out a way to kind of make sure that he meets as far as the expectations of his weight. A, a smaller kid, but he's a taller kid. Yes. So, in turn, yes. um, if he consider out, you know, he's an older prospect. So, in turn, he's already had his his fair chance of, you know, growth. figuring out yeah. growth for yeah. sure, man. He contribute right away. Three-down player. I love Jermaine Johnson, man. I love to have him in San Francisco. Oh, he sure. fits the mafia so well. Yeah, it's just, you just got you just got Von Miller. Listen to me. <laughs> you don't need him. You never had too many edge rushers. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. You that's never true. had too many edge rushers. Move right along to Chris Olay, wide receiver from Ohio State. Weez. Give me his pro comparison and why. Um, Ohio State people reached out to us. It's Olave. Excuse me. Yeah. Moving right yeah. along <laughs> to Chris Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State. Weez. Who do you have and why? Chris Oliver Lay, smooth route runner. Oliver Lay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> smooth route runner. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Smooth route runner. I like he, that. He, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he, caught, he caught everything. Pause. He caught everything. He, he, but you know who else did that? <laughs> you know who else did that in uh, who's smooth route runner in the NFL? Who's that? Catches every ball coming to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much is happening. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Okay. Oh, like Keenan Allen. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> I got lazy on this one, but it was too easy. Mm. T- his Ohio State brother, Terry McLaurin. Okay, yeah, I like it, it was too easy. Like yeah. this, they, they, you know, it's the Spider-Man yeah. meme. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah, sure. yeah, I like it. Okay, yeah. um, Chris Olave. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have Calvin Ridley. I think he's wow. the yeah. Now for sure, I'm confident he has the highest floor out of anybody in this class, as far as being a Z for any offense, versatile skill set, like the guys mentioned. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest guy, but the speed and raw running ability is pristine, high-end wide receiver, very similar to Calvin Ridley. So not the highest ceiling, but the highest floor. Yeah. Highest floor. You want to bet like on that? Yeah, I like sure. it. On what? Calvin Ridley joke. Let's move right along to another wide receiver. <laughs> He's on a roll. Yeah. He's on a roll over there. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to another wide receiver. We have Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. Weezy, give me a pro comparison and why. <sighs> he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But he was a burner before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And every time I think about a burner, I'm thinking about Deshaun Jackson. You do. Yeah. You bring him up every time. <laughs> I do. Yeah, <laughs> but sure. who else? Like, who else was blazing fast like that? Tyreek Hill. You said he yeah, was a one trick pony. You remember you said that? Yeah. Yeah. He, sure did. yeah. he said it was a gimmick. 
He did. That's a gimmick. And, but you said that now you said that they scheme over for him. They do. They, That's I mean, the same. I mean, they put the safety over the top. You can't. You can't. Yeah, unless he flying past the safety, all of his numbers went down. Gimmick, scheme, same thing. Let's go. But I went with Jameis. I mean, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Okay, gotcha. Jeff, what you got? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson makes sense. Mm -hmm. Will Fuller makes sense as well Mm -hmm. for this kid. He's going to have to develop some more, more of his route running. I mean, I know he has it, but but with Alabama, he didn't have to. He had to pull his whole bag out of Alabama. He did. So because just him being blazing fast, those other receivers on that team, he was open. He was open. So I think he's going to he's going to have a great career because you can't coach speed. Nah. He's going to be able to lean on that at all times. And then he's going to be able to develop his route running as time goes on. But as of right now, it's Will Fuller, Deshaun Jackson. Sure. I have DJ Moore as his pro comparison. Ooh, that's, it, that's, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it's becoming more and more evident like as far as transfers. This kid took advantage of it. Mm. He was the fourth wide receiver in the Ohio State wide receiving room. Olave, you got Garrett. And you had this kid. And – on just just to be just keep it a band. I think he's gonna go higher than everybody on that list. You know, if it wasn't for an ACL injury, but I think with a, I think he's more of a, a complete wide receiver than say some of the one trick ponies like Deshaun Jackson, like say Tyree Kill. You know, the faster guys, um, the Blazers. So I really think this kid can be a contributor right away. Still a home run threat, but also can really run routes. If it weren't for that knee, I'm telling you, this kid would have put up numbers very similar to Devontae Smith. Those type of guys, um, Waddle, things like that. People are still saying he's going to go high. Yeah, not for sure. He said he's injury. already running. Shit. Yeah, yeah I heard about I heard yeah. that he was already yeah. two, two months ahead of time. For sure. Let's move right along to the last wide receiver on the list, Drake London, wide receiver. Louisa, give me your pro comparison and why. Drake London, man, go up guy, attack the ball in the air, sure. 50-50 guy, strong, 6'4". Who else does it better than attack the ball in the air than Don't do it. Brandon Marshall? Okay, I like that. Okay. Brandon Marshall. Okay, Whew, I was getting worried. Who you think? I was about to say Julio. Cause, yeah. No, no, no. I ain't yeah, say Julio. So, no, yeah. Brandon Marshall was a yeah, like, I like that. strong dude, 6'4". Yeah, I miss Brandon Marshall. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Marshall was good. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Denver Broncos, Brandon Marshall was a problem. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, man. he was a problem. Chicago, good as Chicago. Chicago him and Jay Cutler. Yeah, him and Cutler, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Got, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Hey, got great, man. Drake London has great size, great mm-hmm. athleticism, route running skills. He he might be the first wide receiver taken. I can see that. He might be. He might be. And my pro comparison right now is based off of sheer potential and what mm-hmm. he looks like in shorts and mm-hmm. you know in a tank top. Yeah. Mike Evans. Yeah, people say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Just off strictly off looking of, at him. Yeah, yeah looking at sure. him and how he projects on the screen is yeah. Mike Evans. Move right along. My pro comparison is Mike Williams from the Chargers. Okay. Just mm. based on height, you know, leaping ability, just a guy, red zone target. This guy's a day one X wide receiver yes. for NFL teams, a true mismatch. I think he's a little bit more polished than Mike Williams coming out of Clemson. So um, I think he has all pro potential. And I don't think Mike Williams has reached that yet. Um, he has enough polish and enough, you know, nuance to his game to play at a high level. So mm-hmm. I like Mike Williams for sure. I think they overpaid Mike Williams in, with the Chargers, but they he had to, though. But he's younger. I mean, though. Christian yeah. Kirk. And on top of that, <laughs> you, only, you know, Keenan. It's going downhill from Keenan after this. Right? He got maybe it's, two it's, more it's, years. More than two yeah. before he starts looking a little exactly, different. Exactly. Before yeah. it looks a little different, for yeah. sure. I agree with you. Moving right along to Kenneth Walker, running back from Michigan State. Jeff, give me his pro comparison and why. All right. This is my guy. 
Yeah, Michigan State. This is the only guy as a running back we have on the list. It's he's, between he's him and Brees Hall. So yeah, uh, we gotta, we gotta have a, a a show on the running back. The running back is beginning begin to be extinct. Dog. Well, there wasn't a lot of good running backs in this class. I it's don't not. think so. It's just not. not. Yeah, what you got, Jeff? So I got a, this kid right. He's fast. Mm-hmm. Well, more more quick than fast, I should mm-hmm. say. He makes good decisions with the ball in his hands. He can catch out of the backfield. He's he's gonna make some defenders slip off of him. For sure, David Montgomery. I can see that. I David can see Montgomery. That. I can see that. I can he, see that. A yeah. lot like David Montgomery. I can see that. He looks real good in the royal blue and red and white. He mm-hmm. should probably be with the mafia. Weezy, who you got? Yeah, it's royal blue. Royal blue. I, I got this kid. With my research team. We got this kid as a one one cut and go side. He's saying okay. he, he's not very shifty. Yeah. yeah. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He's he's borderline quick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Okay. You know, Frank Gore had a long career. Yeah, for so. sure. That's the thing about this kid, though, and that's the problem with a lot of these running backs. They're not receivers, though. Like, yeah. you need to be – if you're a running back, dog, you're going to have to catch the ball, dog. Now you and this is yeah. not his strong point. So, I have him more of Tony Pollard from the Dallas Cowboys, for sure. The backup. Yeah, the backup. And I think that's the – Career trajectory so you think this of Kenneth Walker. Ceiling is a backup. Yeah, for sure. I think he's not a heavy touch type of back at all. No, so he's a size. Just Tony Pollard's going to start eventually. Yeah, but Tony Pollard is a backup guy right now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Probably should be starting. But, but this kid had a tremendous combine. The combine was great for him, yeah. and in turn, that's the reason that we're only talking about him is because of that four three eight that he ran at two eleven. Yeah, no, for sure. So. Uh, it's going to be a lack of receiving work. That's the only thing he has to work on. For he he sure. needs to add more to it. He can catch out of the backfield, but yeah. he got to be – you don't respect it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he catch it back, but he can't make you miss. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he got to yeah. work on it. got to get yeah. a little shifty. Get that's some that's shifty his red flag, yeah. though, yeah. is receiving for yeah. sure. So, if he works on that, Tony Pollard is the ceiling. Okay. Our, our last pick – is a Jeff guy. This <laughs> is Jeff's guy. The only reason he's on this list. <laughs> I don't have any. I, I, well, I, I couldn't pick nobody for him. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> oh, I couldn't. Desmond Riddler, quarterback from the University of Cincinnati, the Bearcats. Jeff, who is your pro comparison and why? Cameraman. Oh, shit. Now, I want to hear this. He's sneaky athletic. Sneaky. Great with his intermediate throws. Not really good with the deep ball. Hear me out. You're not talking to Mike, bro. He's a leader. Leader, he maximizes all of his positives and kind of hides his negatives. Know who that reminds me of? Ryan Tannehill. I'm done. Ryan Tannehill. I ain't got nothing. Ryan Tannehill. That's about right. Yo, hey, I can finish the show. Yeah, yeah, not for sure. And I'm for sure. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah. What? I'm, I'm cool. We will. And we will. Hey, not for sure. Yeah, not for sure. Um, my pro comparison for this kid is great value Dak Prescott. And I mean great. Great value. The greatest of great value. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah, not for sure. Y'all pick two quarterbacks. I think his strong work ethic and his character helped him improve every season. You didn't say nothing wrong. Uh, Four-year starter. There's some issues, though, with ball accuracy yeah. and ball placement. You know who has those problems? Sometimes that. And Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, considering his improvement is the senior season, I saw some improvement and it really helped that Cincinnati Bearcats play at a high level. But uh, Desmond Riddler, for sure, I like. I'm going to roll with Ryan Tannehill myself, for sure. But, but I didn't say anything but, bad. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you did, because Ryan Tannehill is a bad quarterback, for sure. He's a he's – a, yeah. 
I didn't mean it in a bad way. Yeah, Ron Taylor's an eight-year start yeah. in the NFL. But, yeah, no, for sure. Eight, I mean, he played tight end in college, but that's your quarterback. He played tight end. He played tight end. He played tight end. You should probably come to the No, no, no. Well, stop talking then. <laughs> stop talking, for sure. And that is another show in the books. And this is the NFL Prospects. You know, stay your ass over there, for sure. Nah, for sure. NFL Prospects. Uh, this is, you know, what'd you say about the title? <laughs> you gotta lay across that motherfucker you want to. <laughs> Go on, lay across that motherfucker. Go on, lay across that motherfucker. And watch out for uh, the uh, Lola Grace home here yeah. that we have. Uh, what is what's what's the what's the flavor that we got here? <laughs> for sure. I, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm sure. This is the Lola Grace Home Essentials Moonlight Candle that we have here. Black owned. Yes, sir. For sure. In the state of of Tennessee in Nashville, for sure. Yeah, for a wild show. Why'd you come back? Yeah, man. You should have stayed I, I off. Mean, I didn't mean anything about it. I said all parties a great leader. And yeah, for sure. Sneaky athletic, like Ryan Tatt. Yeah, Air Y'all call him Air Tannehill. Put a link for Lola no, Grace right I there. I'm gonna call him Air Tannehill. They, they were making Air Tannehill shirts. It's I ain't seen that shirt. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Air Tannehill. You, you walking here with Air Tannehill. I'm going to throw that cake. There's a cake. They were making Air Tannehill shirts. Yeah, it's Air Tannehill. Yeah. He's jumping. He's, him yeah, jumping in the end like zone. Sure. They making Air Tannehill shirts. I wouldn't wear that. Hell no. Yeah. The cake better shake his back. It's, it's Sonic. The overtime? Huh? The cake better shake his back. It's Sonic. I know. It's written all over Fine. your face. Hey, <laughs> you don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a word. Let's go home, man. <laughs> don't give a damn. <laughs> Let's go. Let's just don't go. Let's tweet us with questions don't throughout the damn. week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up. I don't, or I don't know. Down. I don't give a damn. On the YouTube page, on the iTunes page, please rate, subscribe, and more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, brother. Is it? You better know it's always been that way. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, the camera Shit. is always on, brother. Sure. Cameraman Revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, please check out the YouTube page and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.